I am recording this intro to my latest podcast episode from the luxurious Chicago O'Hare International Airport. You can hear the sounds of weary holiday travelers in the background. It is seven something in the morning in Chicago. I'm en route to New York City. And before we get into this episode, I just wanted to uh, plug my guest's social media. My guest today is Charles Disney. You can follow him on Instagram and Twitter at Funzaroni. That's F-U-N-Z-A-R-O-N-I. Um, On this podcast, we do talk a little bit about a clip that he played for me before we started. And the clip was basically uh, somebody discussing something that we had talked about on an episode of Charles's podcast. So sorry, that's a little bit convoluted. I was going to splice the clip into the podcast, but, you know, that has since uh, become too difficult to do while I'm in the airport. So you will just have to live without it. Just, just, Just know that this person referred to me as a two-year open micer, which is not true. I am nearly five years into comedy. So things are going well for me. Um, So I will be in New York City. My dates are as follows. I will be at Side Ponytail in Brooklyn on Monday night and Friends and Lovers. Then uh, Tuesday, November 21st, I'm performing at 8 o'clock p.m. at UGG Comedy Show at The Mockingbird in Alphabet City. At 10.30 p.m., I am performing at Roastmasters. I am roast battling James Pontillo. And then Wednesday, November 22nd, the anniversary of the JFK assassination, of course, I am performing at Knockin' Boots at Park Slope's uh, Two Boots Pizza. So those are my New York dates. You guys have a great Thanksgiving and enjoy this episode with Charles Disney. Okay, so my guest today, you may know him from a world-famous place where people go to do comedy. It's a basement in a hotel on Vermont in Los Angeles. 
What's the mic called? <laughs> well, we've had some trouble recently because What's the trouble? A a man so <laughs> I call the Well stop. Stop for two seconds. Yeah. My guest today is Charles Disney. Okay. okay. Everybody's favorite uh curmudgeon. You're kind of a curmudgeon, are you not? I guess. That's your persona. No, I I, uh, I think it's a misreading of my persona. Okay, well, he hosts the, uh, we're going to promote your stuff right now. Great. Up top. Okay, so you host the Thursday night open mic at the yes. Hollywood Hotel. It's we ca- I call it the Comedy Crypt <laughs> That's true. open mic. Right. And we received a message from a man in England oh, yes. in Norwich. Right. Who said that his venue, also called the Comedy Crypt, was being confused with our open mic night. Right. So people in England are typing in open mic. No. And then they get Comedy Crypt. <laughs> and then and then they click on Comedy Crypt. And they, it goes they click on our Facebook group and for some reason. Oh, on the Facebook group. Yeah. And they and they get confused. Uh, it seems. Okay. I, I don't know why that right. would be. There's a there com- shouldn't be confusion. There's a comedy store in London. And I don't think that yeah, there is anyone gets them confused. There's also one in San Diego that, or La Jolla that. Well, that's yeah, but that's like a branch of this comedy but store. But I, I mean, nobody's like confused. I don't. Mm. So I we are folks. We are in the basement of the world famous comedy store. Yeah. Not not the basement of the Hollywood Hotel. I just want to clarify that. <laughs> so I'm gonna rename the mic after the man. <laughs> It's going to be named. What's his name? His name is Pete something. I don't remember his last Pete name. Pete something. I don't. Am I close enough? I don't feel it. You're close. I can hear you just fine. Okay. So that's, uh, yeah. That's the awesome, exciting open mic story that right. I made the mistake of saying just now. What else do you do? Oh, yeah. here's This is a great segue. He also hosts a, uh, a podcast yeah. called Not a Huge Fan. Right. And he hosts it with a... An alleged writer named Isaac <laughs> Simpson. <laughs> Isaac Simpson, former attorney. Yes. Currently a writer. Currently a writer. And also a bit of a curmudgeon. But I like no. Isaac. I like him a lot. Well, he's not a curmudgeon at all. Okay. He's a, a right-wing nut. <laughs> Although he doesn't like it when I say that. Right-wing nut. Yeah. Um... I don't think he's that no, nutty no, no, as far as his political I'm kidding. Stuff. He's he's going to be listening to this. Anyway, well, I've been a guest on that podcast, what, three times now? Yes. And on your most recent episode, you guys did uh, mention me yes. in a conversation about how I was a good guest. Even though Isaac thinks that I say like too much. But I did say like too much on one Isaac episode. Isaac originally said you were not a good guest. Right. And was that after the La La Land episode? Correct. Folks... If you if you download not a huge fan, if you subscribe to it, their most listened to episode I was a guest on. No, that's not true. Anymore. Okay, calm down. A what's the most episode. What's the most listened to one now? The one with David Rosenberg is currently the most listened to. But that's because Isaac went on a Nazi podcast and they linked oh. to that episode. <laughs> okay, well then that doesn't count. Well, a lot of okay. Nazis. Okay, well then I'm on the second most listened to listened to episode. Am I wrong? Uh, I don't think it's. You're in the top ten, but okay. not most listened. So the episode, w- we were debating La La Land and whether or not it was a good movie or a bad movie. I was on the side of it was uh, terrible. Yeah. You were on which side? I was on the side that it was a fine movie that everyone was getting way too worked I'm up I'm so about. surprised that you liked it. I was fine. I don't know. 
We don't need to rehash it. Okay. We don't need to rehash it. Is anyone interested in anything that we've said so far? No. (laughs) Okay. You are so grumpy. I would turn this off. (laughs) I actually have some critiques of your podcast that I want to. (laughs) You have critiques of my podcast? Yeah. What One episode? Yeah, I have critiques. That you brought in? Yeah. From whom? That I. Oh, they're your critiques. They're my critiques. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, I don't... So this is all about the imaging of your podcast. The imaging? Yeah, I don't think it's right. What do I, you mean? I, I don't like the name of this podcast. <laughs> it's much too long. It's not too long. Yes, it is. What is the name of this podcast? <laughs> Say it. Unruly Heather Maruli, a diary podcast. Okay, too long. No, it's not. And on your first episode when you said the title of it, you yeah. said it very unconfidently. <laughs> so... That tells me you don't like the name. Well, you know, I. You speaking of which, though, I so. did have some. Uh, I was like toying with different titles and words and stuff. Yeah. And I wasn't exactly sure. I was. I wanted to call it unruly podcast or just like unruly. Yes, but that's what you should do. Just they call al- it, that already exists. No, it doesn't. There's no. Unru- Are you sure? If you go on a- Apple podcast and you look up unruly uh-huh. there's an unruly live and there's some other unrulies but so there's you no are you already looked it up the last time i searched right i didn't find any other solitary yeah but unruly. you have to understand that i i do have some branding that i'm going with here well, so yeah but that's that's yeah, for your <laughs> that's for your description like you don't your title needs to be simple it just needs to be a striking thing it's unruly mm fine what is that that i'm interested in what that is this this thing that you have it's too many and second to <laughs> to, to keep using a nickname that yeah. somebody gave you no not just what what's your point here's my point go ahead nicknames that are based on names mm-hmm. like that it's just it rhymes with your name <laughs> it's not a good nickname like when i was a, in middle school okay my friends would call me Dizzy Disney, and that was annoying. Okay, this is totally different because this is based on my comedy. All right. Well, I'm just telling you. You don't think I should go deep on my branding like you should, that? You should call it unruly. That is sufficient. Yeah, but then I want people to know that it's a diary podcast mostly. Who, who cares what kind of podcast it is? If people are interested in you, then they're going to listen to it. They're not okay. going to care what? about the form. Thank you for your input. Wait, on I have my more. No. <laughs> I have more input. You have more input. Okay. I I don't like your art. You don't like my art. No. I, I didn't make it, first off. I, and I'm not going to say who made that's it. That's meaningless But I me. like that art. This is not an insult to whoever made it. Okay. This is... Uh, Why do you not like it? Well... It's just a portrait of me in the words. I don't like that. <laughs> it's done in... It's done in watercolors. What's wrong with watercolors? Because I see that and I'm like, oh, this is like a podcast about meditation or... <laughs> Or like painting. Is or this poetry. the part of you that works in advertising and marketing? This is the part that used to work in marketing. Okay. So I see that, and sure. it, it doesn't tell me any. Uh, you need a stark image. You need like mm-hmm. a high contrast photo of you on stage, or maybe like. I don't want a stage photo. For well, it. Then, then don't use a stage photo. Then a, like a picture of you. No, I wanted a drawing of me. Well, it's just it's not. It looks like a caricature, and not. <laughs> It's not a caricature. Well, it looks like that. It's not. Cart- it's a. It's a lovely drawing it, of me. It, it captures my high cheekbones. It needs to be more cartoony, or more close to life. It's too much in this weird, uncanny valley zone, and I don't. I, I look at that, and I, I'm not. 
I don't see that, and I don't see you reflected in it. It, it, it okay. seems like a much... Well, I like the logo. You know what? Here, if somebody wants to pitch me a logo, fine. I'll accept that. What do you need a logo? Just have... Because you need to put a logo when you 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 have your podcast oh, online. Oh, you mean the art? Yes, the art. The podcast art that accompanies it. it just I just pitched you one. You didn't like oh it. Have God. a stark, high-contrast image. I don't want it to be of me on stage. Doesn't have it doesn't have to be you on stage. You could be like looking at the camera. You could be engaged in some okay. kind of behavior. Well, then maybe I'll have Troy take another picture of me or something. Yeah, Troy Conrad. Hi, um, <laughs> you. Oh what God. Else? Uh, what What are your other things? No, those are the main ones. Th- those are the main things. I don't think that I liked your description. Let me see. Oh boy. Sorry, I had a different podcast. Look, you know. This is what happens in comedy, folks. This is a man comes here and tells me what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Which is this? That's a segue. Wait, but this what? is not. This is not. I didn't say anything about. This is not a man versus woman thing. I'm just, I know that. I was just stirring the pot a oh, little. Okay. Well, now I'm going to be written up on Tumblr. <laughs> uh, every week, LA-based comedian and writer oh, Heather Maru. Yeah. I'm really Heather Maruli. That's right. Bestowed upon her by the LA comedy <laughs> community. Well, was it by the community or by a person in the community? Several people call me that. Okay. Lots of people. All right, that's fine. Gives her fans, and you have that in quotation marks. <laughs> it's funny. But what does that does that mean? You don't have any? Is that the no? I do have fans, but the implication is that I don't have many. Do you see? Like then it's you like, should. It's funny. Then you should. If if it's about not being many, then I think it should be. <laughs> Like a different, because that just means it sounds it sounds insulting to the people that might I'm be listening. Oh my god, I'm not trying to be insulting. Uh, gives her fans the Being rundown facetious. on the goings on in her life, That's current right. events, and yes. any particular subject that she wants to touch on. Right. Sometimes current Heather will have guests if she feels guess, like it. Your guests right now. Follow Heather. I felt like it. <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram at Fixed Heather and subscribe on SoundCloud. Coming soon to iTunes. Yeah. Shouldn't have that in your iTunes description. It's not on iTunes. It is. I'm looking at it. I just pulled it up. Oh, they approved it already? Yeah, it's up. Oof. Well, I didn't see that. Okay, well. I didn't. I, y- they told me they would email me. I see it here on iTunes. Let's see. <sighs> App- Are you sure? Yeah. I'm, I have it on Apple Podcasts <laughs> on my is, phone. This is, now this is a podcast about my podcast. That's, I mean, that's what they all are. Let's see. <laughs> you even have a best of the podcast section what? with your one episode. Oh no! And then you oh, have it's already on. Well, no, it's on mine because I uploaded it onto my iPhone. Well, I, I'm looking at it in the podcast. Let me app. see yours. <sighs> yeah, there it is. Yep. Hmm. Okay, then I'll I'll edit my description. Please. Look, I. What do you want from me? I'm one woman. You know. Do you know how difficult my life is? No. Okay, I work full time. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so do I. Cool. At a law firm, I I'm taking I'm taking six credits in a <laughs> stand-up class. No. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're gonna make me pee my pants. <laughs> Who's? I'm not taking a stand-up class. Is it Flappers University? <laughs> First off, can I just say, I do, uh, like, okay, I don't want to even mention it by name, but there is a comedy club that rhymes with slappers, and I do not endorse them, okay? <laughs> but no, I'm not taking a stand-up class. I'm taking, I don't want to tell people what I, I'm taking two classes, okay, for a program I'm in. All right. To get a certificate. Very something. mysterious. 
then I, I do stand up what Who's like five days a week. Who's listening? you think it matters? They not know what kind of class that you're taking. <laughs> like, don't you talk about that on My stage? Fans, I don't see. Well, okay, <laughs> yeah, but I don't want. I why? So I can have people come like find me where I am. If I tell, if I said what classes I'm taking, people could potentially know where I am physically. Are you on LinkedIn? Yes, I'm on LinkedIn. Okay. I mean, so people can figure it out. Figure what out? I wasn't asking the location of the classes. No, like, no, I have to be honest, Charles. Like, I have had incidents where people who are, you know, fans of me have shown up to certain things that I'm at. Ah. And it is kind of, it can be kind of scary, depending on the person. I don't have that experience. So I don't want people to, it's strange. You've never had that happen to you? No, nobody wants to come (laughs) see me anywhere. That's How do you know? (laughs) I come see you every week at the open mic. Yeah, because you get stage time out of me. <laughs> but we're also if, friends. If anyone else was there, you would I don't come there just for the open mic. Ooh. I come there to be social with oh. you. It's a fun time there. You are one of my favorite uh, people in comedy. But after these critiques, <laughs> I don't know. These are, help- these are supposed I to don't be know. helpful. I'm trying to help okay, you. Okay, you know, but then we'll talk about it more later. After after the podcast or in another way, but you know I'll take your considerations into account. If you have some, maybe I, maybe I'll change the title. Can I still change the title yeah, if it's already? You want. Oh, you can. Yeah. Good to know. Or you could call it "Unruly <laughs> with Heather Maruli." Well, I thought about that too, but I don't know. People introduce me on stage as "Unruly Heather Maruli." I know that sounds crazy. Right. But it's true. All right. I'm trying to do some branding here. I'm not criticizing the branding. I'm just saying the way that you're doing it. I, I don't. Okay. I don't think it's ser- Look, services. Look, as I said, I'm one woman. I work. I work 40 hours a week. Not to mention the time it takes me to commute to work over an hour. It takes hmm. me an hour to drive nine miles to work. How long does it take you to get to work? Uh, about 40 minutes. Okay. Fuck off. <laughs> 40 minutes. You have 20 extra minutes. 40 extra minutes every day to do something. Yeah. See? So uh, that add up that extra time where I'm in the car. Then right. I'm in classes, two classes. Then I have I have I do freelance work on the side, so which I can't get into. What does that have to do with I'm saying that I'm just one person trying to make it, okay? And you are in here critiquing me. Listen, <laughs> telling me things. My feelings are hurt. Why are your feelings hurt? <laughs> I'm very sensitive right now. Yeah. <laughs> Misty. I don't know why your feelings would be hurt. I'm a woman. No. <laughs> That's not what I meant, but it's, you know, folks, listen. It's that time of the month for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I've been a little misty oh, the last couple days. Here's the other podcast thing. Today, What's that? This, I, I'm trying to figure out what, like, the exact number of podcasts you're going to do before you abandon it is. <laughs> And I'm not going to. Do you do you think I give anything up ever? I thought it I'm was. I'm a crazy workaholic. Thought, I'm crazy. I thought it was going to be 20, but then today you were late to your own <laughs> podcast. So I'm going to reduce that. I'm going to say 15 <laughs> is is when I think you're Well, you're fucking it. wrong. Okay. You're fucking wrong. Okay. And can I just say, yes, I was late. I was late. I was late. Okay. And in Los Angeles, guess what? Guess what's common here? Being late, even when you don't want to be late. There was construction on Santa Monica Boulevard. I mean, it's your podcast that you're being late to. (laughs) I had to run an errand. I had to pick up these shoes that I needed. Okay. For a trip I'm going. I'm going to New York tomorrow night to perform comedy, which is what I do. 
and which may come as a shock to you. Okay, right, folks, I'm hinting at something that's going to come up later, but <laughs> I had to pick up some shoes. There's massive construction in Beverly Hills right now where they're trying to put in that uh, that train line. So the whole street was backed up. Yes, the whole street was backed up. Then I was driving here, and there was a freaking accident on Doheny. Like, I was, I was driving up Doheny. It wasn't in my favor today to be on time, okay? And no. you know what? You know what my therapist says about being late? What? And this is going to help my listeners, okay? Because people, I get so... Is it one so... of those fake articles for the like... No, it's not an being article. Being late all the time means you're a secret genius. <laughs> I do think that. I think I think smart people are late a lot. Or tardy. But, um... 20, no, my therapist said... When you're 20 minutes late to a podcast, is I was that... not 20 minutes late. And first yes, off, there were. was another podcast in here still going. So we were, were technically, we were not late for anything. That's the principle. <laughs> Can I finish? Yeah, please. You're stressing me out. You're stressing me out. I didn't force you to have <laughs> me on. I was asked to be here. Okay, where was I? I was saying that... Why you were late. Why I was late. Yes, okay, so traffic construction... There, no, there was something else I was going to say that you totally. Doheny. I was on Doheny. There was an accident. I was on my way. Yeah, I'm just one woman. Okay. One woman alone out here. Well. I'm a single woman alone. Alone. <laughs> I have nobody to help me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cut me some slack. I'm sorry I was late. Okay. Okay. And I'm not going to abandon this podcast. If you think I'm going to abandon this podcast, you don't know me very well. Okay? Uh, I, I don't think it... This segues into why I wanted to have you on originally. Right. Okay? I was a guest on a podcast, on your podcast, when we were talking about... What was the original topic? We were talking about something that Isaac had said about women in comedy, right? Can you give them the background on that? Uh, Isaac, who has lots of s- opinions about comedy for some reason... He's not a comic. Yeah. Just uh, to clarify, not a comic. He was saying that it's easier for women to do comedy because it's easier for them to get recognized. Okay. And that was his perspective. And I, I said, well, well I, I do kind of agree with that to an extent. I do. Listen anyway, go on. That was that was the that was the gist, and then we had a conversation about why right. people do stand up. Blah blah blah. By the way, it's not we don't have a comedy podcast. Usually, we don't talk about it. We talk about other stuff but mm. that day we talked they about talk about all kinds of different topics check yeah. it out subscribe because yeah. they you know they have great artwork yes and their podcast description is succinct yes it certainly and is. not stupid like mine <laughs> 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 i'm so misty right now why are you mad i'm just misty i said oh. i'm not mad i feel You're like sad. i could burst into tears at any second oh, i can only you ever have those moments no is because you're a man yeah <laughs> I'm, the men emotion just, has been trained. Men just don't experience. No, we're no men conceal their emotions. Yes, and that's Deep. that is why I am a single woman. Is because <laughs> in my last relationship, that man was concealing his emotions. Yeah, we hide them away. You know, like a like a chameleon, a freaking lying fucking chameleon, backstabbing lizard. Okay. <laughs> Do I sound angry? Yes. I'm fine. So go on. No, I said what you asked me to say. I don't know what else I need to <laughs> Right. And so we were talking about, uh, it was me and Amanda. Yeah. And you and Isaac. And I suppose uh, what we talked about, so there was a criticism about it on another podcast. 
Right. Bring that up. <laughs> Get into details. Is your here. podcast going to be about other <laughs> podcasts exclusively? This is a podcast about other podcasts. Or about this can, podcast. Can you just fill in the deets? Uh, so a comedian who has a podcast listens to our podcast, <laughs> and then he talked about the podcast so silly. on his podcast. <laughs> right. And and what did he say? Why don't you just play the clip? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna splice the clip. All right into the podcast starting now okay Okay. we're back from the clip (laughs) we're back so first of all this person who we will not mention by name right why what why because i don't want to give him that much credit okay i don't know him personally okay first of all he referred to me where does it say oh he said they've got open micers (laughs) These are open micers. Mm, I resent that. That was an unfair description. <laughs> I don't think he knows me. Yeah, he probably doesn't. I'm just I don't think he knows me. I'm, I am not just your like an average open micer person. Am I? I mean, that's just the epithet you throw when you disagree with someone's opinion. Who happens Open micer is, that's like you're calling somebody fucking garbage. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that is. In comedy, if you say, look at that fucking open micer, you're saying, look at that piece of shit. And he said, um, he was like, okay, why are these people who were two and a half years, did he say two, he said two and a half years into comedy talking I, about comedy? I think he was I'm almost five generally. years into comedy. I think he was talking more generally. How long has Amanda been in comedy? I don't know. A long time. I don't want to get into the <laughs> <laughs> But anywho, so he, he was upset that we were talking about what, quote unquote, the philosophy of comedy when we're not what nine or ten years into it uh i i it sounded like he didn't think anybody said they like doing comedy because they make people laugh that's not what even the topic was about and my assumption was that was assumed that's inherent sure well that's what it should be you know no i do it for the but (laughs) you do it for what the self-confidence i feel good about myself all the time are you being sarcastic yes You have low self-esteem. Uh, How's your self-esteem, Charles? Hmm. Oh, I was, you know, uh, now I just remembered what I was, I forgot to say. What? About the lateness thing. Because you know how people, do you ever stress out about when you're late? Yeah. Okay. You get really anxiety ridden. Yeah. Okay. So I do too. So like when I'm really late for something, what what my therapist said, you just need to ex- say to yourself out loud, okay, I'm late. Because... That's all it is. You're late for something. You know, it, it's not the end of the world is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when I, I remember having that sort of anxiety about lateness and stuff like that ever since I was a kid. Like, my parents instilled that in me. Well, I don't think it's bad. What? I th- you should be a little anxious if you're late. No, I know. But, I like, I think people beat themselves up over it. Well, like, when they're... And I'm not habitually late. Yeah. Th- there There are a lot of people, though, that... They don't take anyone else's time into consideration. And sure. those are the people that don't feel anxiety about being late, that probably need to. I Trust me, I had anxiety while I was driving here. Okay. Is that satisfying you? You knew what, you <laughs> knew what was waiting for you. Because I knew you would harangue me about my lateness. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, anywho, yeah, I'm five years into comedy. So, that's, there's a correction. You know, I just want to put out 
that information. Also, you know, I I've performed in a lot of festivals, and um, no, I don't think that he was saying anything. Fair. I got paid to do stand up in Orange County a couple years ago, and I mean, I remember it. But I'm one of the few comics in LA who occasionally makes some money. Um, I'm doing very well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I'm not going to quit this podcast. Sure. Yeah. What do you mean, sure? No, I, I'm. Well, this is a great segue into. I'm, de- I'm definitely agreeing. You will. Fifteen episodes. You think? That's probably where this is going to end up. I don't. Now, think so. I will say it will probably stay on SoundCloud for another like six months. <laughs> what does that mean? As you tell yourself, like, oh, I'm, yeah, just, I'm really busy. And then. No, I, I see plenty of people who are like, oh, I haven't put up a new episode and weeks or whatever but the point the thing i'm trying to do is i'm trying to put up a weekly diary episode like jen kirkman kind of you know and i think i can easily achieve that you know sure yeah no i have faith all right so let's go into your online i think you you need a it's going to be hard for you to do it if you don't have somebody to do it with like you need i disagree uh, maybe. You mean if I have a co-host? No, maybe not a co-host, but maybe okay. somebody that's equally responsible. I disagree. I think I'm the most responsible person I know. Maybe. Because, and, and here's why, I've never been, like, even, you know, dating back to elementary school, middle school, high school, like, I always hated group projects because I, I have an extreme, <laughs> I have an extreme, like, type A personality. Yeah. And I'm a control freak. Like, I have to have control over, like, almost everything I do. Um, so to me, I, I don't think I would even trust another person editing my podcast really. Cause I want to like put everything in there the way I want to put in there, you know? Sure. Do you edit your own podcast? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I also have somebody that. That like, doesn't help. <laughs> We're talking about Isaac. I have somebody that we like drives me to do it. You know, we, I, we drive each other to to get it together who cares who gives a shit nobody no. cares about my podcast <laughs> <laughs> but okay well that's interesting so you feel like you need some sort of like support system no, in not place for no. you to do something no i don't feel that way at all but okay. it is helpful when you do have something like this to have someone there that reminds you like oh yeah we have a thing that we have to do okay maybe you Here's don't need the that. thing that i have that is constantly reminding to do things and get things done the fear of failure. Yeah. That, is, that is what's constantly on my mind. Yeah. Like, I get up at, like, 6.30, 7 a.m. almost every day. And then I don't go to bed till like, sometimes 1 in the morning. I'm, I am constantly toiling and working on things. I do way too much, Good. honestly. Way too much. Yeah. That's, you know, I need more therapy. So, I'm going to tell my therapist I do too much. All right. I'll come back on 15. And we'll see where we are. You you will come back. On, fine. You can come back on episode 15. Okay. What's, um, what's like 13 weeks from now? That's three months from now. We can talk Oscars or something. Ooh. That sounds like a great episode. I like the Oscars. I actually already, um, I want to go to Vegas and play some bets on Oscars. <laughs> Before the nominations sounds come like a out. a sad trip. No, I was going to go to Vegas with Amy Silverberg, and we were going to wear wigs in a casino. Yeah, it's not making it sound any better. (laughs) Have you been to Vegas recently? No, I have not. Do you gamble at all? No, I don't really get any enjoyment out of that. What what do you get enjoyment out of? So little. 
Because give me a list. Give me a short list. What is Charles Disney like? Um, I like. No, that's boring. Nobody cares. No, I want to know this. No, what do you mean nobody, nobody cares? Nobody, I care. Nobody cares. You're about okay. <laughs> what do you? Just Mo- let me talk to you. <laughs> move on to your your critiques. Okay, here we go. I hate your online persona. What's wrong with it? It's great. <laughs> it's me. Everybody loves it. Who's everybody? Everyone. Who's everybody? Everybody in the LA comedy scene? No, I don't know. Open micers? I'm not, I didn't Those say that. Those fucking open micers. Everybody that I'm friends with on Facebook, they love it. I'm assuming. <laughs> you did have one Facebook status that I really liked. What was It that? was, uh, I wish I had written that. It was so good. It said, um, somebody died, so now here's a story about me. Yeah. I don't even think that's that original <laughs> of a sentiment. That's funny. Yeah. No, it isn't. But I, you know, that's true. Because every time like something bad happens, like people have to like put up these stories where they're like, you know, how this affects me, and this is all about me and my life people and me, me, me. Love redirecting <laughs> it's attention onto themselves. It's unbelievable. When it's I, it's fucking mental illness. When I was in college, yeah, I worked at a summer camp, and one of our staff members died that year. So, why are you laughing? Is it funny? <laughs> I just where it's going. It's gonna be funny. I can tell. So. Some of the the dudes uh, went around and punched trees really hard to what? show how sad they were, oh and my their God. hands were all fucked up. Yeah, and then so everybody was like, "Oh, mm, oh, this poor guy," you know, just totally like redirecting the sadness at themselves. Yeah, it's very, you know, it's human nature. How did the counselor die? Uh, he was in a terrible car accident. Ugh. Yeah. Young guy. Yeah. Of course. Stay safe out there on those roads. <laughs> yeah. No, bummer. PSA. Um, no, I see that all the time where, you know, a celebrity dies. It, it could be any celebrity. And yeah. then they just, you know, if they have a like a picture with that celebrity, God oh, forbid, God. they post the picture. And then they're Gross. like, oh, I remember where I was when I met yeah. Prince that one time or when I. <laughs> all right, you fucking ghoul. I, I brushed against Robin Williams in the back corner of the improv once. Yeah. Um cares yeah i don't get it and you know it's interesting i i when robin williams died like and i was a big fan of his yeah you know i didn't post anything like trekly like that because i did see him good use a of couple that word times. that was good use of that word that wasn't sarcasm thank you folks i'm college educated we went to the same college nyu anyway i saw robin williams um once when he was a guest on late night with jimmy fallon and that was fun and then i saw him live at something in boulder once like a live i forgot what it was called it was like a long interview show but it was cool i didn't like the way people talked about him dying because it was because he committed suicide well no it was everyone's like oh he was had severe depression and Mm. that's why he committed but it was actually he had an illness he had had some sort of um neurological yeah he had lewy body dementia Uh yeah and his life was miserable right and it was yes he was not in reality yeah sometimes. i mean his wife talked about this yeah mm-hmm. so the way people are just like oh he's a sad clown and then you know, oh god it's so gross and <laughs> you know not it doesn't make him a human being it just makes him like yeah. this, this thing have you watched i'm dying up here no oh, okay damn it we could have gone and I, I i only watched the first episode but um there i don't want to give anything spoiler alert spoiler alert okay so in the first episode, there's a comic who um he does his debut late night set on the equivalent on the show. It's fictional, but it's it's basically Carson. Right. You know, he does that set. Then he checks into a hotel, eats a nice meal, and then he goes out on Sunset Boulevard and fucking like steps in front of a bus and kills himself. 
yeah. that's like the focus of the episode is this guy dying. But um, no, we're dark, <laughs> mysterious. And people. and the whole and well, yeah, and then the whole episode, the other comics are like, oh, did he kill himself or did he not? And his ex girlfriend, like, she thinks he did kill himself. Mm-hmm. Because he left a postcard with um, some quote on it. I, I would have to go back and look. But um, she thinks it was like a message, you know, saying that he was killing himself. And everybody else is like, man, he just got he just got randomly hit by a bus. So who knows the motives behind what we're doing? Right. You know, the question, the big question, obviously, is why would a young guy who just had a great set on Carson kill himself? The pressure. The pressure of success. Yeah. Have you ever felt that? Never. <laughs> Not once. Not once. It's failed. You've never felt the pressure of success. Uh, th- what would that be? What do you mean? Well, I feel like I have some pressure on me. What is it? I think people have, you know, they have expectations of me as a comic. Do they? Oh, yeah, definitely. Where? <laughs> like when I go to festivals, okay. you know, I, f- I think that's pressure, definitely. Like when I perform in festivals or when I go out of town to perform on shows. Like I have shows coming up in New York, and to me that's like pressure. Mm. You know, because stage time in New York is, is, even though there's more of it, it's more precious there. You know, people treat it more as with a premium. It's hard to get booked there. You should listen to that Billy Joel song, Pressure, to psych yourself How up. does that go? I'm not going to. You're you don't do you sing? No, I do not. Are you tone deaf? Uh I I just no, I don't think I'm tone deaf, but hmm. I'm probably not able to produce a sound people would find appealing. Like yeah. right now. <laughs> um so back to your online persona. Sure. Um Can I talk to RJ? <laughs> no. <laughs> can I say who RJ is? You tell everybody who that is. I don't know who you're talking about. RJ Royal? Yeah. Are you friends with him? Well, uh, we're Facebook friends. You're Facebook I, I friends. Many Facebook I friends. I asked him out on a date, and he won't take me. What do you think of that? Uh, I think he's very dedicated to his craft, and he doesn't have a lot of time for... Okay, what if I went as a character? No. <laughs> Why? Stop bothering RJ. Okay. Charles... What? He's a liar. Uh... <laughs> What else gives you pleasure? Well, let's get I mean, enjoyment. Let me, if this is an opportunity to throw criticism back at you. Uh, what is it? <laughs> what is it? Stop trying to make RJ <laughs> do things that you want him to do. Why? So it's m- fun. No, I, 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 would, I just want to play. Everybody is always trying to get RJ involved in things. Why? Why? Okay. Charles doesn't want to do anything and RJ doesn't want to do anything. What do you do mean do I don't anything? want to do anything? I, I like doing plenty of things. But I don't. RJ is my uh, thing. Like I don't. Everybody's like, "Oh, I have a sketch that I wrote." I'm like, "No, I don't want RJ." Have people written sketches for yes. RJ? Yes. Oh. I'm not interested in that. Why not? Because I don't want. It's know. fun. RJ only goes up and does stand up and does a terrible job at stand up, and then is done. Okay. Well, what's the next time I can see RJ? Uh, he just performed at Freak Show. Um, I don't. Didn't know make it to that. I Sorry. Don't, I don't know what his next. His uh, next show event is okay. Maybe uh, he'll be a guest on uh, Kushner tonight. That could happen. <laughs> that might happen. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, so you know what's great is when people listen to a podcast and two people have a entirely in joke related conversation. This isn't an in joke related conversation. And make references to things that no Look, one else knows what they are. Th- we can tell Kushner tonight is a recurring show at the Hollywood Hotel. Sure. The first one went well. That's great. This is great promotion. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's gonna hear this and, and show up randomly. Yeah. Trust me, I've had I've had people show up to things that I'm doing, and I have I don't know who they are until later. What, like what? I don't want to get into it. Like, no, get into it. Well, there's this there's this guy in the in he lives in L. A. and he basically stalks like young female comics. Oh, that's not a good story. No, it's not a good story. Well, what, yeah, I don't want to get into that. <laughs> you're telling me people are going to show up to stuff and it's going to be fun oh, and you then mean, the you story mean that you tell is about a stalker <laughs> who appears no but so it could either be good or bad you can either get oh tell you know, me people a who good come see the show tell me a good story then uh yeah exactly <laughs> i got recognized by two canadians Ooh. in a bar what happened they had seen me on Roast Battle, okay, and they recognized me in a in a bar. What bar were you in? The Virgil. What were they doing there? Just drinking. They were tourists. Were you doing stand up? No, I was not doing stand up. I was just there drinking. Mm. Yeah, so they recognized me off stage. Wow, you know, outside of my persona, you know, I I have a stage persona and then I'm myself. Oh, are they different? <laughs> Some would say they're not. Hmm. I think I'm different on stage. and Actually, I don't know. I think I'm the same person on yeah. stage and off stage. Sure. Which I think I'm fine with, you know. Do you think you have a stage persona? Nope. You think you're the same person on stage? I think so. I, I would agree with that, you know. You're what you see is what you get. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. I talk more than on stage than off, I guess. Who cares? Nobody cares about the, the, my comedic process. Maybe I want to talk about that. No, 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 no. Why are you so perturbed? I don't, because I don't, I hate podcasts okay. in L.A. comedy <laughs> that are just about. L.A. comedy? Pe- no, thi- yeah, and people that other people don't care about. Anytime I try listening to one, it's just people talking. I'm like, I don't, who cares about this? No one cares except for the four people. Like four people listen to hear their name, and if they don't hear it, they turn it off. I get name dropped a lot. Do you? Mm-hmm. Mm. You name dropped me the other day. Didn't I read something that you? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't send anything in. You guys just brought me up. Oh. Anyway. Isaac did. We both went to the same college. No. How was it for you? Did you like it? We both went to NYU. Not um, bragging. I don't think it's good for. I mean, I can't speak for all kids, but for me, I don't think it was good. I you know what I've been thinking about this lately. I, don't you think that school was like really like lonely? I don't and isolationist. I don't, I don't think kids should go to school should go to college when they're eighteen. I think that mm. kids should go work and do some stuff in their life and then go to college later. When you were eighteen, what did you envision yourself doing? Oh God, so cringy. Uh, when I was eighteen, <laughs> I thought I was going to be a famous movie director. That oh, was okay. the path I had for myself. Were you already like making films when you were in high school? Or? I was writing a lot of terrible screenplays. Oh yeah, and give stories. me a, give me an example. I one. let's see, what's the best one? Uh, when Pulp Fiction came out, mm-hmm. I got into writing like <laughs> shitty. So Tarantino was like, your oh, big, was he your influence at the time? Yeah, yeah. of course, because okay. that's teenage boy jack off. Of course. And so I th- I had like. 
it was a script. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have these different stories in it. And I'm going to like make it around my house. All like the script was entirely like places around my house, mm-hmm. like our shed, you know, it, I wish I could find it. I might bring it and read it. It's very cringe inducing. What is it called? I don't remember. Okay. Oh, wait. It was called, oh, God, I'm, I'm getting douche chills saying this. <laughs> it was called The Pinked Eye. The Pinked Eye? You mean like with the accent over the E? Yes. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> You're such a pretentious. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. The Pinked Eye? Yeah. Ooh, uh, I'm going to remember this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> What did you write your college? I'm flushed. I'm so embarrassed. You are flushed. Oh. I've never seen you like that. It's embarrassing. You're matching your cute little rose, rosy yeah. pink shirt. Yeah. Um. What did you write your college acceptance letter on? Your uh, admissions essay. To NYU specifically? Yeah. Did uh, you apply to Tisch? Were you in Tisch? Yeah, I was at Tisch. What did you study at Tisch? Film, TV. Okay. Uh, guys, I, I I hate when they do this on podcasts. I hate when, when podcasts specifically discuss things at NYU that people who went to NYU only would know. Right. But Tisch is the art school there. I was in CIS, College of Arts and Science. Mm-hmm. English and history double major. But Tish is like a lot of, you know, very successful artists have come from there. <laughs> and, and me. Yeah, and RJ Royal. So, um <laughs> you uh, RJ did not go to NYU. Oh, he didn't? No. That's weird. Did he go to college? Uh probably not. Hmm. As far as I know. Surprising. Um so <laughs> So, what did you write about? You don't know? Uh, I wrote or did you have to do a little film or something? No, we. I'm trying to remember what I. Yeah. I, we had to write two things because we had to write an NYU, general NYU essay. Right. And, and mine was just about it was just like movies that I liked, and then the thing I had to do for Tish, I don't. I think it was just a. I wrote a short story, and I showed it to my mom. She's like, "Do not send that." <laughs> Don't send really? it. Really? And I said, nah. it was, was it disturbing or it something? It was just, it was goofy, and I think it was funny. So I sent that in, and I got in. Hmm. Um, did you do a thesis film when you were there? No, we didn't have to do thesis films. The way they did it was you would take a class, mm-hmm. and in that class, it, the final project might be a film that you worked on. So like my junior year, I made a, the whole year or the whole semester was for making a short film. Mm. So that's what I spent time doing. Okay. Yeah. So do you have films that you've made? Yes. I have oh. I have a bunch. Not uh, a bunch of them aren't digitized and they're just on black and white like reversal film in a trunk somewhere and I have one that I it's like on a beta SP. I never finished it because I was like that's eh, too much. Mm. Yeah, I had a lot of friends who were in the film program and well actually I had a few friends who were in the grad film program. Right. And one guy um Let's see. This was, I graduated in 2009, Mm -hmm. and he still hasn't finished his thesis film. That sounds about right. And it's, what year? I I also went. No shade. No shade. I went to school and had classes with the director of Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, uh, Sam Raimi? No, that's the original Spider-Man Okay. Wait, which one is Spider-Man Homecoming? The one that just came out. I didn't see it. Who was that? Who's the director? His name is John Watts. He was in your class. Yeah. yeah. Came out much, well, much better like than he, this guy. It seems like he succeeded. 
Well, I think he, had, <laughs> he. I think he had talent. Well, when did you decide? Did you decide you really didn't want to direct film, or what yeah, happened? Yeah, when I was at school, I don't. I gradually be- became aware that I hated working with people, and oh. my desire to to do stuff got smaller and smaller and smaller. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You prefer working alone. What did you do? What did I do? What did you do at NYU? Did you do any artistic things? Well, I was an English and history major, but I was in a theater group called College of Arts and Sciences Theater Cast, Mm. for short. And honestly, you know, when I wanted to, um, in high school, I was like a drama nerd. Like, I thought I was going to be an acting major. You're one of those. Yeah. And NYU, I didn't apply to the acting program because, I don't know, I felt I just... There were a couple reasons. Like, one, I didn't feel overly confident that I could get in as an acting major. Looking back on it, I probably could have. Right. And then number two, I... It's amazing how we just stop ourselves from doing that without somebody telling us no. We're like, nah, they're going to say no. I'm just not going to do it. It's so interesting because looking back on it, there's a couple of things I would have done differently. My mom, she really wanted me to apply to Harvard. Yeah. And my confidence that I would get into Harvard was so low that I, I didn't. I only applied to one college. I applied to NYU. That's it. Wow. I know. And <laughs> looking back on it, I really regret that. Like, I should have applied to more schools, and I probably could have gotten into Harvard. I'm not bragging. I'm not bragging. I had a great GPA. Like, my SAT, I was kind of on. I probably could have taken it a third time and gotten a better score. But um, I feel like I could have. I feel like I could have gotten in there. Not that it makes a difference now. Hindsight is always twenty twenty. You know, when you're looking back on it, and you're like, "Oh, I should have done this." But well, again, what we did, we did. You know, you know, my my position is still like, there's no need for an eighteen year old to go to college. It's you think they should g- be out in the real world? I just think that they don't. They're not. And then this is well, the your case frontal for me. lobe isn't formed. Well, there's that. You the, know, this is the case for me. Is I just didn't take advantage of it the way I would have as an older adult. Ah. Like it was just so much. I'm just, uh, just at school, you know. It was so sure. much like a continuation of high school, yeah. just in a like fancier city. Right. That's all that it was, and I didn't do. I wasn't as as focused as I would have been if I'd been like 22 or 23. You know, by the time that's I'm true, an older age, I'm graduating now. It's like okay, now it's lifetime, and you don't have any yeah life experience whatsoever. Right. And then another thing I kind of wish I had done differently was um, right after college, I moved back to Colorado. Right. And it it did make me into the person I am now, like all the events that happened. But I feel like if I had stayed in New York, because at that time I was already thinking about doing stand up. Right. So if I had started stand-up in, like, 2009, 2010, you know, I would already be, what, seven or eight years in, and then I could talk about the philosophy of comedy, just like your friend says I shouldn't be allowed to talk about (laughs) until I'm at least eight years in, right? I would definitely be way more than just an open micer by then. It's hard to, like, it's hard to, like, tell my mom, Mm -hmm. like, oh, I probably shouldn't have gone to NYU. (laughs) Because well, I, do you have loans? Do you have student not loans? Not anymore. I paid them off finally. How? What do you mean? Did you you didn't have a lot? I had uh, I had some pretty big ones. I just <sighs> but I when I ones. when I graduated from s- school, yeah. I had a really great living situation for a few years, and I didn't have to pay any rent. Oh. So I saved a shit ton of money. Sure. Try to pay off as much of my loans. Well, as that's I could. good. And then. You know, I still had them overhanging me when I came out here. I only paid them off a few years ago. Oh, no, I like a few I don't I don't know if I'll ever pay one off. 
<laughs> you know, that's the other thing. I is just send the payment. The other thing that's I'm so like, whatever. fucked up about the college system is that yeah. we saddle yes. 18-year-old kids with all this debt. Exactly. And they don't have the brain to make the decision of like, yeah. oh, do I want all this debt? Right. And this is like one of the only countries where that happens. I mean, right. most first world countries. Well, I, aren't we downgraded to a second world country? That's another conversation. But <laughs> most countries, like let's say in Europe, you know, a lot of school is, is paid for by the state, right? Is it not paid for by right. the country there? Well, we also we also get this idea in our heads that if you go to this like specific school, mm-hmm. you're gonna have more success than mm. if you go to like oh a local yeah state no it, and it's it really what it comes down to is like branding you know yeah. and when I was 18 like I had that in my head it's like I have to go to an elite college you know that was the thing in my head because well, I, I went to a high school where they pushed that you I know? just finished uh, this book called Everybody Lies where everybody's lying and mm-hmm. it's about data science and one of the things they talk about is how uh, high performing kids that go to college regardless of what college they do like mm-hmm. if you take two kids are basically like the same same GPA sure. same sure. strengths whatever if they're at, you know, University of Arizona or they're at Harvard, mm-hmm. they're still going to be as successful in their lifetime because of oh. who they are okay. versus where no, they No, I totally to agree school. with that. So is that sort of like they've talked about this in a few psychology books and articles recently, like the quality, they call it like grit, you know, the quality of grit, yeah. like being able to like push forward and push through difficult things. I think that's like a huge factor. And especially in my personality, like I definitely am. I'm like, I'm super resilient. You know, I've had so many things come out me and I just like keep going, you know, whereas I've seen people who I've known in life, you know, one bad thing happens and th- and that's like the end of their pursuit of something. Yeah. Like I've never let anything stop me. You know, when I graduated college, you know, I, you know, I had like all this student debt. Like my thought wasn't like, cause I've read articles about, you know, there was one article I read years ago about a guy you know, he had like $100,000 in student lo- debt, right? And I have about that, <laughs> you know. And But this guy, he committed suicide over it. And at the end of the last paragraph of the article, it said that the day after he committed suicide, he got a job offer for some engineering job that he was waiting to hear back on. Right. And so it was like fucking, you know, ironically sad that that happened. But, you know, just to think that, you know, somebody would be so distraught over something like that you know, money, that's, that's sad to me, you know, because for me, there's always been, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. That's the type of thinking I do, you know? So when I had that student debt, my first question was, it wasn't like, oh, how am I going to kill myself? It was, how am I going to make this payment every month? And so I figured it out, you know, and I haven't missed a payment. (laughs) Not a humble brag. Not a humble brag. I'm just saying. I I'm trying to be. In, what if there are young people listening to this who are struggling and I'm don't sure know what there to are. do? They they just need to, you know. And I don't want to sound. I'm not. I'm not a Republican. I'm not anything like that. But sometimes you got to put your uh, ladies. You got to put on your big girl panties. Boys, you got to pull on those boots. Okay. <laughs> you got to get out there. Don't be scared. Don't be scared of the world. You know, people are too scared. Don't you think people are scared? Well, uh, I mean, yes and no. We we live in a fairly unforgiving society. True. You know, it's really difficult to be working poor in this country. You know, it's Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I mean, because so, don't you think in this country, like, I think one of the biggest problems we have now is class. Class yeah, division. Of course. 
you were reading that book, right? We can talk about that. Which um, one? The what is it called? Barbara Ehrenreich's book. Nickel and Dimed. Nickel and Dimed. Yeah. I read it a while ago, but I know the general gist of it. You can give us a gist. Well, Nickel and Dimed. I, I don't want to. How long are we? I don't want to. We're we're not even an hour. Oh, okay. Uh, Nickel and Dimed is this. Uh, Barbara Ehrenreich was working for like New York Magazine or Harper's and right. she pitched a story about the working poor and she said, wouldn't it be great if somebody went out there and kind of lived and did mm-hmm. minimum wage jobs and her editor was like, why don't you go do that? Yeah. So she... Uh, and hold on. Can we give a background to this woman? Is she Ivy League educated? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's... I have something to say about she, her later. But She's like going. a high level journalist. Sure. And, you know, et cetera. She lived in three different towns and worked at, I think, like a Denny's. Mm-hmm. Uh, she worked at a, for a hotel cleaning rooms. Right. She was the maid. And then she worked in a nursing home. Right. Uh, and there was one other job that she did. I can't remember what it was off the top of my head. They're all low-paying, low-wage jobs. And she just wrote about her experience doing it. And she also set a goal for herself. She could only live off the money she made. She had to find appropriate living circumstances and, and buy food and keep within the budget of somebody that was working. Oh, she worked at a Walmart. That was the last one. Right. And it's a, it's a pretty interesting book. It was written, actually, during the boom of the late 90s. Mm-hmm. So even at that time, it was barely possible for her to string these jobs together and make money doing it. Right. But it's kind of a, you know, obviously it's from the perspective of somebody who can get out of the circumstance and who's fairly privileged. But it, it's a real kind of quick, uh, good read about what living that life would mean for somebody, which is hard. Right. You know, you're just stuck I, in this cycle. I remember, of, yeah, the cycle of poverty. But yeah. um, there was a criticism that I had of the book when I was reading it was that I think at one point, doesn't she go to like Applebee's to have a meal or something and a glass of wine yeah i think so yeah okay here's the thing if you're genuinely poor yeah you do not go to applebee's right well she was definitely getting away with i mean she was also she going was, home uh-huh. and working on her laptop and responding to emails and stuff she wasn't it wasn't a full-on immersion into it so it was definitely right. not a perfect but you know to the to me the ultimate impression i got is that even though she you know put herself in these experiences she still, you know, wasn't having the full, genuine... Well, you can't unless no. you live it, really. But no. even even that, even her doing that, you know, it, it was such a hard existence just doing it for, like, I don't know, like a month at a time. Right. I don't know. I, to me, it just didn't feel like it was a completely accurate portrayal of what it is to be poor. Do you, thi- do you think it's too... It was even prettified by what she wrote, or do you think it was she was doing like... If it was what? Do you think that she was not making it look as bad as it was, or that she was making it like pornography, where it was just poor people porn? Yeah, like a little bit like mocking. No. To me, it kind of is. Yeah, definitely. Um, What parts did you think were mocking? I like the Applebee's thing. That's the only example I can think of off the top of my head. Because, you know, even though, like, we, even though you and I would never go to an Applebee's. Speak for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Look, hey, folks, I don't mean to brag about this lifestyle that I lead. I did, I did eat at Shake Shack earlier today, which is, it's a high-end fast food (laughs) restaurant. But, 
what I'm saying is, is that when you're like genuinely poor, like eating eating out is not an option, really. Like that is that is not an option. And I didn't grow up poor, you know. And I, I'm not speaking for the poor. My sister would say we grew up poor. <laughs> But that's because she wanted to go on, like, exotic vacations all the time that we couldn't afford. Right. But, you know, looking back on it, we were not poor. Like, we were definitely middle class. But, I don't know, I went to a really wealthy high school. So, the, that was, it felt kind of exacerbated because everybody else was, like, super, super wealthy. And we were just kind of, like, you know, fine. But I had, you know, everything was fine. Like, I all of my clothes were, like, from Abercrombie. So, I wasn't poor, you know. Did you grow up middle class or what? We were, we went from trailer to middle class. Okay. We lived in a trailer for a while. When you were little? Yeah, when I was little. Mm-hmm. Never in my life. Where was this? We lived all over Arizona and New Mexico. Arizona, New Mexico. What part of uh, Arizona? We lived in uh, Springerville mm-hmm. and Eager, which are two towns that are right next to each other. We lived in Tucson, Wilcox, mm. Arizona. Fucking yeah. shitholes. Yeah. Uh, Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. Lived there. Where is that? It's is like, that your Albuquerque? Yeah, it's like two hours outside of Albuquerque. Oh, God. Why is it called that? Because it won a contest no. to be named <laughs> after the TV show Truth or Consequences. What TV show is that? Truth or Consequences. <laughs> but what is it? It's like a game show. Oh, okay. I, it uh, used to be called Hot Springs, and then they won the contest and became Truth oh, or Consequences. Oh, it used to be called Hot Springs, New Mexico? Yeah. Hot Springs is better. Yeah, it's silly name that's wow and so wait where's the last place you lived before you moved to uh new york uh tucson arizona okay do you still have family there pretty much no my sister is uh, who again who cares about any of this but my sister my (laughs) sister is in phoenix and my mom just is moving out of tucson to go uh, live with her dad Mm. she's old okay um, so, so going back to when you finished college, mm-hmm. what what was the first inkling you had that you wanted to do stand up? I know a writer first. Yeah, I, I wrote, I was always into it, but I was always a bitch about doing it. Yeah. You know, it was just like, eh. it's hard to get started. Yeah. The starting was the hard part. I yeah. think so there was just lots of years of like, I should go back and find my my original stand-up notes mm-hmm. way before I ever did it. When did you start stand-up? Uh, uh, almost four years ago. Okay, so you're an open micer. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I run an open mic. God damn it. I was just being You're not going to hurt playful. my feelings. I'm I, I was just kidding. On, on you pi- know I'm just kidding. On the pile of stand-up, I'm at the bottom. Believe me. I've been doing it longer than you. Good. Um, Good for you. I've been in several festivals. So have I. Yeah, well, we it's sad that we didn't get to do um Idaho Idaho Laugh Fest together. Yeah. So sad we missed out on Well, we we know why we missed out. Why you missed out on that? Why? Because of your online persona. <laughs> That's the root cause of it. Why? That's not true. Your Facebook post. What about it? Cuz you remember you, can I say this? Yeah. Say what you want. That you you had gotten uh did you get let go? No. You left. I quit. You quit a job, and part of the reason is because of a Facebook post. Yes. Right. I was suspended from my job because (laughs) of a Facebook post, yes. That he implied... um, I didn't imply anything. (laughs) 
the implication. He that made was, a school shooting joke. I made a, I made a workplace. A shooting workplace joke. shooting joke. Sorry. And, and that was taken to be like, you know, an a ish. threat. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know how you are at work. Are you quiet? You don't talk to people, right? No, I'm fine at work. Like, really? I'm. I'm not. You could have the workplace shooter uh, vibe going on. I'm not. <laughs> this is the thing. I don't respect workplace authority. When oh it my god. Outside of thank its you, you know we've talked about this a lot, yeah. and it's so ridiculous. You know the way people, you know, dictate certain things. We've you're talked about this. Before. You're not better than me because you're my boss. Oh my god! You get to tell me what work I need to do and how to focus my energy. You don't get me to act like you're the king and I'm a serf. Right? It doesn't work that way. And and a lot of employers don't they don't like that attitude. But it's mm-hmm. the attitude more working people should take. Yeah. We've we've mm-hmm. allowed corporations and and mm-hmm. middle management creeps to like get us in this mindset where we have to I'm ranting now but we have to be subservient to people that we don't need to be subservient to right silly so i just i in a workplace i'm, I'm like you're my boss but you're not my master let's just remember that right and they don't like that you know sometimes that's a problem but mm-hmm. i'm not going to live my life in an environment where i'm ruled over by somebody arbitrarily who i didn't elect to be my boss Mm -hmm. so oh my god yeah no i run into all kinds of problems with uh people like that i never want to say where i work yeah i don't want people to know they're all the same all workplaces (laughs) they're all the same it's all the same nonsense oh my god it's you know it's i know so much incompetence i'm dealing with a lot of incompetence where i work right now yeah and that that gets promoted or Mm -hmm. it gets ignored yeah just because the person is nice or it's somebody's friend that's why america is fucked is because our entire working economy is a disaster and we've allowed it's bad what did steve jobs called them like shitheads or he had some special name oh bozos steve jobs says there's sometimes in a company there's a bozo explosion as soon as you Mm. let too many uh people that aren't good at work get in there oh my god okay you mean people who who they're oh my god their work product is terrible yeah like i'm dealing with this right now where there's this guy i shouldn't even say guy there's a person working there whose productivity is extreme Anyway, their productivity is like extremely low. And okay, I worked a law firm. I work at a law firm, and this person's job is to save. They're a file clerk, and their job is to like save digital faxes. And you're supposed to do like a hundred an hour. You could, I mean, you could easily save a hundred PDF files an hour if you're like consistently working. And this guy yesterday saved a hundred and eight hours. Is that is that work? Is that productivity? <laughs> what would you say to that fucker? I don't even know. <laughs> Terrible. No. Terrible. Yeah, but I've noticed this influx of like low quality work coming in. And another thing I've noticed is just how people can't write for anything. They can't write to save their lives. Have you noticed this? Yeah. People can't write an email. Well, here's here's how bad it's gotten where I work, and it's even worse than that. Mm-hmm. We work in our office. They recently installed this software that reroutes our internet traffic to a remote 
location mm-hmm. so that when we're looking in our browser at something it's mm-hmm. it's not actually in the computer it's a it's like a screen share of a remote computer what where the browsing is happening because they don't want any of that internet traffic on there because mm-hmm. uh, you know they're worried about bu- um, viruses or people uploading films or whatever so we're we're like hobbled and we c- you can't even write an email at this point because we have to use our email application through the browser. Oh. So there's like, you'll be typing something and you'll use an apostrophe and that brings up a hotkey for a search. It's just like the most Orwellian <laughs> fucking nightmare. And you yeah. can't even communicate appropriately anymore. Right. Because yeah, they have bozos that have... <laughs> dictated here's like something i was talking about with someone yesterday about um now do you think this is if you tell me if you agree with this statement okay. do you think in america it's celebrated to be dumb uh i think in some ways yes okay it is i i think so too i think we totally deride you know intellectualism and education and people are like oh you know i'm just gonna watch the real housewives or you know, folks, I have watched The Real Housewives, but what I'm saying is there are people who that's all they want to do, <laughs> you know? Like, do you think the rise of reality television and social media have, you know, concurrently at the same time, like, people's intellectualism has gone away and nobody's reading? Well, I don't, I think that there's been, the. I don't know that the, the, it's 100% true that that's been the entirety, because there's a lot of people... Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of people who have gotten smarter and had they have access to more writing and things that they can read online. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't I don't think it's that's true as tied together. But y- you know, and I mean, we start from when we're kids, right? If you're a smart kid and you're in elementary school, oh, you're a smart kid, <laughs> and that's said with disdain. Oh yeah, I so did you were you a smart kid? Yeah, yeah, me too. Was did I? you get did you, <laughs> did you get teased? Yeah, oh yeah, me too. I received teasings. Yeah criticism of, of being smart being a nerd being smart yeah, you're a nerd uh, yeah exactly you know i got made fun of because i want a spelling bee yeah you know that's what we do we don't but now look at me look how fucking successful i am we don't prize any of these things i have my own podcast which will last for 15 weeks yeah and then it'll be over <laughs> and then it'll be over <laughs> you know and i'll be back to square one but yeah. still i'm way more successful than those people who tease me what do you, you think know? the last episode of your podcast will be Will it, will it be like <laughs> an on-air collapse? There's not going to be. <laughs> or will it be, you know, just kind of a regular episode and then nothing happens after that? Maybe it'll be an episode where I end it because I've, I've gotten so busy developing television that I cannot continue on right. with the stress. You know, because I'm... Like a I've local access so <laughs> TV show? Spending a lot of time Because I've become... S- can you have some faith in me? Like a Drumbox show? No, I, I meant, you know, maybe a streaming show. You know, maybe... maybe a Drumbox. <sighs> my dream is to have my own show on premium cable, but... Well, what kind of show? A talk show? No, or a scripted half-hour television show. Would you be the star of the show? No, I don't think so. Would you be Or on maybe I could be on it. I don't know. What would, what, what's the pitch? <laughs> Give me the elevator pitch. I'm going to tell you if I like it. What is it? It's about... <laughs> it's about a young woman and i don't think I, I th- i'm not young enough to play her anymore but you know she she moves back to her shitty hometown mm-hmm. in debt okay after going to college in new york <laughs> does this sound familiar no it's strange <laughs> and she works in a in a, a 
a resort, you know, with a bunch of different characters, character types. People. Is this? It's a workplace show. Is this like when you got fired from? Is the resort the place no, you got fired from because you? I didn't get fired. Said something on MySpace. I did not get fired. No, I got fired from Seven Falls because I said something oh, okay. on MySpace. I, yeah, I don't know if that was yeah. the same. Fuck Seven Falls. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. No, they got bought by a different company. I oh. think. Thank God. So those people were gone. The people who ruled that. Who were the other characters on your show? Who are they? Who are the other characters? Yeah. Well, there's Sharon. You know, okay. she's a hostess, like a grizzled, older hostess woman mm-hmm. who trains the younger woman. Okay. And she's uh, perturbed by everyone and everything. She could be kind of your spirit animal. Right. You know. Maybe I could play Sharon. <laughs> you want to play Sharon? Yeah. Sure. How tall are you? I'm five foot nine. Mm, too tall. Sharon has to be small. You're five foot nine. Yeah. You stand up straight, don't you? Why? A lot of people don't stand up straight, and they don't match their height, you oh. know, when they're walking around. Have, have you posture. noticed? People have terrible posture. Well, the phones have done it, and backpacks. Also, I think when people are taller, they don't want to stand up straight because they're embarrassed. Yeah. But you I'm not have a, that I'm problem. not tall. So <laughs> I'm tall. Yeah. For those of you listening, I'm tall. You can't. You can I know this is a great another another podcast trope that disney loves is that we're talking about our heights yeah talking about our physical appearance yeah no this is gonna be thrilling podcast tropes how many people downloaded your first podcast (laughs) what are the numbers 50 okay that's not bad you need to subtract 10 because who didn't make it all the way through (laughs) no you need to subtract 10 because at my work i was trying to listen and we have that remote problem so so you tried to listen to it 10 times it kept stopping Fuck and, I, you. and i had to restart it you have to subtract 10 are you serious yeah. so you're 10 of those i brought yeah at least no yeah, that cannot be right look at the stats stop look at the IP hurting address. me like this I'm just, I'm just being honest you're tearing me apart <laughs> what do you mean ugh? cool cool room reference <laughs> I've never seen that. Oh, well. It's oh, is that from the room? Yeah. Well, that was just from my mind right now. So, sorry, I did not take that. What's his name? Tommy Wiseau? Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. Did you? Are you going to see the disaster artist? I, I will see that. I do. Should I see the room? Yes. <sighs> do I have to? I get so angry when I'm watching bad movies. Go see it at a live Have screening. you seen? I watched a bad movie recently. You know, a movie that people watch on purpose because it's bad at... um. At Friday Night Poker, shout out to uh, Isaac Hirsch. I <laughs> what is there's another filmmaker who's known for all of his movies being really bad, and his name is like Neil something. Oh, I know uh, who you're is about. it Neil Hamish? Neil something? N- no, that's oh not my correct. god, it was so terrible. It was a movie. I don't know. It starts with like a like a car accident where it's so fucking fake and staged, and there and the fake blood they use is so, it's like basically like red red, so it doesn't even look like blood. It looks like paint it was so terrible and there was like weird like nudity his neil breen that's it neil breen i forget what the movie was but well let's take a look at his filmography yeah was it double down i am here now fateful findings that one's my favorite it might be fateful findings pass through or twisted which is coming out next year I, i think it's fateful findings that's the most popular one, I think. I think that's it. Yeah. Oh, it was terrible. I hated it. I cringe so much when I watch bad movies. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's it. Oh, my God. The poster for that is terrible. Yeah. Fuck. Did Speaking you s- of bad art. Did you see Birdemic? <laughs> what is it called? Birdemic. Birdemic? What is that? It's a movie about a uh, 
Well, it's like a it's like a romance for an hour, and then it turns into a movie about birds attacking people, like the birds. Yeah, but very. But it's a romantic story. At it's the a beginning. it's a romantic thriller, I believe, is how it was described. <laughs> romantic thriller. Yeah, birdemic. Wow. No, I haven't seen that. It's good. Yeah. Um, I don't know how long we're at. We're, we're I think we've been talking for over an hour. Do you have any other burning thoughts or criticisms <laughs> they have to get out? Of your podcast? Of anything. Hit me. Um, where, where are you going to record this usually? What's the... Well, I'm going to record the solo episodes at home. Okay. The, the last one I recorded at home. All I right. have equipment there. Good. What do you have? What are you recording? <laughs> I have a Zoom H6. You just hold it up? You just hold it up and talk? No, I have a I have a Rode mic. A road Procaster. Oh, okay. And a stand. Yeah. Only the best for me, folks. Not bragging. Who are your next guests? <laughs> Who will be coming on next? I'm going to have my friend Lisa on. We're going to talk about narcissistic abuse in relationships. Okay. So I think that's going to be interesting. All right. Anybody but else? that's... Well, oh, and then I have, do a tease. I have a coworker who wants to come on. and <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> no, I, I, I am going to have her on because I'm proving a point. What is it? You'll see. <laughs> oh, that she should not be on? Oh, that's... I like that. <laughs> no, that's good. Oh, it's not going to be that... Because, you know, she has artistic... Aspirations. Aspirations, but she doesn't, like, attack them. Like, yeah. she's not working on them, so I'm going to have her come on and we'll talk about that. Sure. You know, paralysis, I guess. You know, people have that. Like, they have, like, some sort of paralysis that stops oh, them from believe me. doing things. Yeah. What? What I, do you mean, believe me? You I have, have that? I have, I have... From doing what? I have friends. What are you stopped from? No, I'm not stopped from anything. Oh. I've Listen, I put on Kushner Tonight. There's <laughs> no paralysis. You're the showrunner of Kushner Tonight. That's right. You have friends that do what? Uh, I have friends that definitely are in that, where they're just in this mm-hmm. holding pattern, waiting for something to happen. Uh, and they, like and they don't do anything themselves. Correct. Right. But they're waiting for like someone to go, hey, you want to come? Oh. You know, and it's... Like, Never you mean comedians or what uh, What types of people? No, I, I mean, I went to film school, so um, I have lots of film school friends sure. who, you know, they kind of came out of school and they thought like, oh, now I get my directing job. It's going to be given to me. Oh, fuck. And they don't really do anything to yeah. like move that along. I mean, I mean, I mean, I that is the number one. That's the number one thing that people don't realize is nothing is going to be handed to you. Nobody is going, nobody is going to approach you and be like, here you go. No. You know, you have to work. You're, like, I work constantly, blood, sweat, and tears. I'm tired all the time. Yeah. That's why you show up to your podcast on time, right? <laughs> You're so dedicated. Listen, to this is the city of Los Angeles has terrible infrastructure. Right. Okay. No, somebody without a car got here before somebody with one. <laughs> no, it makes sense. Charles, I had to pick up some shoes, <laughs> and I like I got so lost no, in the I mall. I, it's fine. I see what the priority level is. <laughs> shoes, and then podcast. I needed the shoes because I'm going. I, I'm t- I'm flying to New York tomorrow night, yeah. and I need the shoes. Yeah, no, you need the shoes. Well, I'm there. Yeah, of course. They're little boots. Yeah, no, the shoes are the shoes are what are going to put you over. <laughs> it's not going to be. This artistic project you're working on, it's going to be having the right shoes on your New York shows. You've, no, you're right. You're right. I'm one woman. No, I know. Living alone. Yeah, yeah I get it. Working alone. Yeah. No support. 
abandoned by my lover. No. Okay. Yeah. Cut me a break. Shoes before podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry I was late. What do I do to make it up to you? No, it's too late. I mean, it's not about me. It's not about what I need. It's about what what, what you I'm, need. What's I feel your, fine. What's your dedication level to your podcast? My I, dedication is is is, is fine. It's twenty minutes late. That's what your dedication <laughs> is. No, we see. I'll be right on time to the next one. Okay. Do you want me? You can come also, oh, even though you're not going to be on it. <laughs> and just to make sure I'm on time. I'll sit in the corner. Yeah. So what do you have coming up? Do you have any shows? Uh, I don't. <laughs> I don't have. Who knows? You don't have any shows coming up. Uh, I can't remember. Maybe. I don't oh, know. God. Come see me every month at Westside for Darkest Hour. I Which I'll never get booked on. Sure you will. Sure. I'll, I'll make it. I'm just an open micer. What do I know? I'll, I'll make it happen soon. to make. Actually, to you make should that, make it happen soon. To make soon. that meeting yes. all the sweeter. You know what? Yeah, make it. Make it happen. Can I tell you, before we go, a quick story? This is. I want to hear. Okay. Last night, I went to go see somebody do a show, and the person that runs the show is, like, you know, famous-ish. Okay. And the friend that I was with tried to, like, introduce himself. Oh, God. And he got just a- Comic? Non-comic. Comic. Okay. He's got a great brush off that I have been relishing. From the person who ran- the famous person. Yes. Just a How famous are they? Not not super famous, but, okay. you know- well, Will you tell me off mic? Yeah, I will. Okay. I'll tell you. But the brush off, I, I, I lasted the rest of the night thinking about that. Incident. You loved it? Oh, it was the best. Did you masturbate to it? Almost. Mm. I fell asleep. You seem like you masturbate to other people's failures. Uh, yes. Mm. I'm Schadenfreude <laughs> is what I That's feel hot. all the time. That beard looks good. Thank you. It's I've been very, on the fence it's about very it. attractive. It's itchy. It's handsome. Uh, is it itchy? Yeah, it's itchy. It's getting in my mouth. <laughs> Are we done yet? It's Co- getting in my mouth. Um, Yeah, I think so. I'll be in New York next week. I think I'm going to put this up after that. Or maybe, you know what? I'll put this up uh, tonight. So, okay. So, I'm going to be in New York City uh, Monday night. I'm going to be at Side Ponytail at Friends and Lovers in Brooklyn. Tuesday night, I will be on UGG Comedy Show at The Mockingbird in Alphabet City. Then at 10.30 p.m., I am doing a roast battle against James Pontillo at Roast Masters. That's at The Stand. And then Wednesday night, I am going to be on um, Knockin' Boots at, uh, what is it called? Two Boots Pizza in Park Slope. And then Friday night, I will be on the uh, Big Talk and Brewskies podcast hosted by Marissa Smith. So I think that's all of my dates I have coming up right now. Wow. I might add more. Who knows? Who knows what will happen? I'm just an open micer, though, so what do I know? Um, All right. So this has been uh, me. Unruly Heather Maruli with a nickname that I should consider getting rid of <laughs> and Charles Disney. Yeah. Say say goodbye to our listeners. Goodbye. Bye.
Trigger. 